everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode 415 for the week of February 25th, 2017. I'm your host, Chris Privet here, here with my lovely life companion, Simon, who's sitting on the router. Hi, Simon. Wow. <laughs> Brutal. I don't know if that worked, but he did uh he did go he probably didn't catch up in the mic. Um also here, Sophie. And uh, I've got a podcast for you. No, I don't. The RP Gamer staff does, starting with Alex Fuller. Well, I don't record anything or post it, so... Oh, well... You can, you can have credit for that, at least. All right, cool. Uh, also joining me, Kelly Ryan. You love your cats more than your wife. Uh, oh, yeah, my wife's here. Anna-Marie Privetier, hi. 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 <laughs> she sounds so pleased. So uh, we'll be going to counseling after this episode. Um, so, so let's uh, let's get on with it, so we can get the therapy that we so desperately need, right, Anna? <laughs> that sigh you're in says, the doghouse. <laughs> that sigh says you're not even worth the therapy. Alex, what have you been playing? Uh, what thing? Oh yeah, I basically went back into Earthlock after I quit it in frustration a couple of weeks ago because <laughs> i figured out quite why i quit it in frustration was because i sort of stumbled across a sort of side quest bit i wasn't supposed to do yet oh. i was getting annoyed at the fact that the boss was flashing me and then i realized i wasn't supposed to be there yet so i went and did other stuff and then defeated the boss later cool but yeah it's one of the sort of problems i have with the game it very much emulate sort of the PS1 era RPGs, including that sort of stuff where it's not quite clear what the progression, next progression <laughs> step is. What a great thing to emulate! Yeah, <laughs> but something that is, I mean, it's a decent game. There's nothing spectacular about it. The plot's kind of pretty um, cookie cutter RPG stuff, like the usual everything you'd expect from it, without doing too much. So. But it kills the time decently, and the battle system's not too bad. And I've been plowing through Dynasty Warriors Godseekers, which I think I'm getting close to the end, judging by plot stuff happening. Mm. But yeah, that, one, that was quite enjoyable. It is basically Dynasty Warriors in a tactical RPG. Why aren't you playing so that, you, Anna? Um, what systems is it on? Vita and I believe PS4. Well, then I'll have to put it on my Vita list, Chris. Yes, I'm playing on Vita. Uh, you basically have sort of up to usually up to five generals, and you basically go around destroying mooks and occasionally fighting other generals. Destroying mooks, I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, they fall over pretty quickly, <laughs> and there's quite a few of them. Well, in the graphics, sort of all showed like the. Um, You've actually got two graphical modes, one sort of a sort of more standard tactical, like it shows a person hitting the group of people, and then everyone sort of zooms into sort of the Dynasty Warriors view of it, so one person just destroying lots of random enemies. This is quite neat. It's, it's actually a fairly easy tactical RPG so far, just because you've got a... Well, before you start each mission, you can choose a difficulty, but even on normal, it's quite... 
It's quite easy to just go around destroying people as long as you've got the sort of, you're at the right recommended level. Mm. So it's it's quite fun. I mean, the story the story's a bit odd just because it's trying to redo the Earth Seeking stuff. So you have those random people and then random betrayal, and then join forces with other random people and then more random betrayal, mostly by Lubu. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, more random betrayal. Yep. And it doesn't I've also sound that random st- at that point if it keeps being constant. Uh, okay, that's true. Well, it's random as to who betrays who. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Except for Lubu, who betrays everybody. <laughs> Every time, Lubu. Yep. Come on. Yeah, and I finally started playing Pokemon Moon. Uh, hey, how are you oh. enjoying that? Isn't that awesome? It is. It's. I think it's been a while since the last Pokemon I really got into. So I think I think I tried playing one of the black and whites. I can't remember if it was the first or second and didn't really enjoy that. So I sort of shied away from the Pokemon series. But after hearing all the good things about it, I thought I'd try it. And yeah, it's definitely black enjoying and, it more than the last ones I did. Black and white really was a step back for the series. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought it sucked. I don't even know. It. Uh, it was very obtuse. Black and white kind of exemplified everything that was getting stale about the Pokemon series up to that point. Yeah, that's sort of what I felt when I sort of tried playing it. Sort of I played most of this before, and all the new stuff wasn't really that interesting. But Pokemon Moons definitely feels a lot more fresh. I think I'm still on the first island, so I've still got a way to go on that one. What starter did you pick? Um, the one that evolves into Edgeworth. The bird, that's one. Oh. It Rowan. evolves into what? Edgeworth. Edgeworth. <laughs> yeah, its evolution looks like uh, yeah. Edgeworth in Phoenix uh, White. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I didn't think you were going that way with it. but uh, All right. Do you agree with that, Anna? Hmm. Do you think you should have gotten a Decidueye so that you would have an edgy poo? No. No? Goodness. Edgy poo. Hey, Randy Savage, your bust. I see. <laughs> so, uh, there we are. Right. <laughs> Kelly, what have you been playing? I am almost done with Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I'm on the last dungeon. Yay! I sh- should probably finish it either tonight or tomorrow depending on how much time I have for myself I am really enjoying that game and it's gonna make the next month waiting for Persona 5 very painful there's so many games coming out so soon you'll be fine I know so many games if I finish it this weekend I'm gonna be kind of beside myself waiting with anticipation for breath of the wild mm. i think i might um i think i might play through freedom planet while i'm waiting for breath of the wild to come out because it's not a very if long freedom game isn't freedom oh okay i'm thinking of a different well, game. you think yeah you're thinking freedom wars so. yes okay <laughs> i'm thinking the, I'm like talking, the, the vita monster hunter style game <laughs> no i'm talking the Got Sega it. Genesis fan game throwback because I bought that on Wii U a long time ago and 
Freedom Planet 2 is going to be out this summer, so I want to play through the first one. And I've also been playing Dragon Quest Eight. I finally beat Dolo Magus and got the false ending. Yeah. Not the false ending, the yeah. kind of fake out. The scrub ending. Oh, oh, that's... No, oh. no I'm talking oh. like the... Uh, yeah, I see be... what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. way early. <laughs> the uh, disc one ending. The disc one ending. <laughs> so right now I'm trying to get Jessica back in my party and I'm going through that god-awful tower that's made by the crazy uh, sculptor. It's been just nothing but frustration. I'm not sure if you two know what I'm talking about. Um, Anna would know since she just recently played it. I yeah, the... was reading chat and not listening. <laughs> I'm I'm going through that tower with the seesaws. Oh, that place is so annoying! Okay, I'm glad it's not just me being a scrub. Well, and here's the thing that drove me crazy because I got stuck. And it turned out that the solution to the problem was the solution to the problem in the PlayStation version and that they fixed it so that you couldn't do that anymore in the 3DS version. But it did not occur to me to, to do that puzzle any other way. So I literally sat there for like two hours trying to do this damn puzzle until finally I like found a thread on game FAQs where people were complaining about the fact that they changed it. So you can't do it the old way anymore. And here's how to do it the new right way. And I was just like, I never considered, I didn't play the original game. I didn't know there was an old wrong way. That was the only way that I could see to do it. Yeah. Cause I, I think I stumbled upon it by accident running around last night but it was like there's the seesaw and the two statues and you put one on either side and then you have to take one statue off and I couldn't figure out how to get to the other side to take the right statue off yeah for me it was um, there is one point where you have to put a statue on and uh, yeah the way that it, you used to do it in the PlayStation version was to stand on the little panel and drag it over. But now you can't do that. You have to, like, send it up the staircase. Okay. Yeah, I no I noticed that there was sending up the staircase things, and I I don't even remember how I solved it the first time. It's just... It's just it's very the thing is, is they don't teach you how to use that staircase thing. Hmm. There, you only need to do the send the statue up the staircase thing once, and they never mm -hmm. tell you how to do it. You have yeah. to just kind of notice that there is a square in front of some of the staircases. Yeah, that whole tower could have benefited from a, hey, here's how you do this. Here's how you do this. <laughs> so, yeah, but. that tower sucks balls. I'm I'm glad it's not just me being obtuse because I've been nope. I play a lot in the car while we're running errands, so I sometimes have trouble seeing the screen because of the sun. So sometimes I don't always get things on the first try, 
in a lot of these portable games. So when I'm really frustrated with a puzzle, it's one of those things that's like, okay, I need to actually go home and sit on the couch where I can see the screen as opposed to being in the car mm. in a moving vehicle trying to figure this crap out. See, now, if you all played your Dragon Quest games on a large television like you're supposed to, other than DQ9, you wouldn't have this problem. Uh, the problem is I did play it on a large television like three or four years three ago. Three or four years ago. <laughs> all right. And I've kind of slept and or been drunk since then. <laughs> I like that. Therefore, I can't remember. <laughs> yep. Because I slept. Well, yeah, th- that and like I said, the last half of Dragon Quest Eight for me was like a fever dream because I played oh, a right. blue. <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, that would be weird. Not the worst game for that, but certainly not easy. No, I can't remember my worst video game fever dream. I- no, actually, I do remember. I think that it should was... be our question of the week. <laughs> Your worst video game fever dream. Yes. I remember playing Final Fantasy X-2, and I had a really bad toothache, so I took a Valium to kind of make the pain go away. And all I remember was being in that one dungeon with the Toneberries and falling asleep trying to get to a save point and waking up like two hours later with the game over screen. And I have no memory (laughs) of what happened in between. What happened in between these two things? I don't know. That's funny. And the only other thing I've been really playing is the Heroes of the Storm trying to get my four Azeroth achievement. Oh, I still need to do four more matches. Um, I could probably help you out with that. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I just have to or, do it. Or Anna can help you, too. Part of the problem is I think 15 matches was way too high. I think it should have been like 10. Yeah, even, I even, agree. Yeah, it even was a with lot. The, sorry, even with the AI set to brick stupidity, a match still takes like 20 minutes to finish. And I know that doesn't seem like very long, but... No, no, no. If you're doing... So do versus AI and set it to, mm-hmm. to brick stupid... Matches should be done between four and eight minutes every yeah. time. That if you get 20. everybody on the same lane. Well, even without that. I mean, the, you won't get the four-minute matches like that, but it should be eight to ten if everyone's just running around in a circle. <laughs> I don't know. But that, it, that's what but I But it's noticed. me and my husband dueling. Uh-huh. Not like in a full party. Oh, no, you should always go into a full party. Oh, really? Ver- yeah, versus AI on Beginner. And then everyone, then you have five humans destroying brick stupid computer. It'll be faster. Because uh, otherwise, otherwise you're handicapping yourself because your companions are also really dumb. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just wasn't sure if, you know, the extra human component was going to handicap us because my husband and I, I aren't very good at this game. I, I have found it makes it go faster. Okay. But, you know. It's very easy for you to try. Well, he's in the stream. You hear that? That's we'll try that after the stream. Yeah, give it a shot. And if you don't Husband. like it, you can always go back to no humans. Just you know, me and him aren't very social people anyway. <laughs> you know what? Most of those matches, people aren't talking, so it doesn't matter. They're just literally all everyone is doing in those, and 
against stupid AI is finishing quests. So everyone's okay. in there trying to do the same stuff you're doing. So that's why it works pretty well because everyone's motivated to just make the matches end ASAP. I did not know that. That's yeah. brilliant. See, also, you got to burn play Sylvanas. Ooh, um, yeah. I I just bought Uther because I was playing Lily and I was really liking her because she had that passive heal and he, he my husband was playing Jaina so that she could pretty much he could pretty much nuke stuff with Jaina and I could throw heals at him. But I noticed that Lily didn't have a lot of attacking utility. And I ended up with four thousand gold, so I picked up Uther and I was playing a little bit of Uther before the stream and was liking how he could kinda do the heal and the attack utility and he he doesn't die in two hits like Lily. That's fair. So, I don't know. Maybe I need to try Sylvanas, too. Well, Sylvanas is nice because she, uh, she disables towers. Yeah. Okay. So, it's real good for rushing a lane. Ah. People want to be all on a lane with Sylvanas because she can just disable the tower from shooting everybody. I see. I don't know. If, I'm, if we're playing with other people, I might have to play around with a little bit because uh, I've also picked up Elite, Elite Tarn Chieftain but that was purely self-indulgent because he's the metal guy and <laughs> that's what I'm into I love it Why yeah not? uh oh Elite Tarn Chieftain sillies are the funniest in the whole game for me references to Bon Jovi and saying that Creed sucks and wow yeah but that's all I've been playing. You going to talk about what you've been playing, Chris? I could. I'm busy playing it. No. Uh, so what is... Uh, what, what? I've been playing more Final Fantasy XI, and that's like all I'll say about that. Um, wait, I should say a little bit more about that. Anna, I have a sickness. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-oh. Apparently I should no only... longer play Eleven. With that, is the with only that prescription sort of, uh-huh. more cowbell? No, the only subscription is to like um, play. I was thinking about joining a guild. <sighs> <laughs> so that that gives me the feedback I need from my wife that that is not something that would be okay. So that's just, good to know. We need to set a hard stop time for when you have no, to get the hell no, off the you, computer. You need you need to figure out. <sighs> And do, you has need issues. Switch, do you need switch parental controls? <laughs> That's what she wants for me. I want her to be able to go to sleep while I actually play a video game. And I haven't figured out a way to make that, make that happen other than drugs. The, the dilemma that we have is the computer room is directly across from the bedroom. And Anna doesn't like to shut the door to the bedroom. No. So um, that means it's it's hard to, to make everything quiet enough. So. Well... Uh, can't you shut the door to the computer room? Well, I can, and then the cats open it. Yeah. Also, there are cords that go from our computer room to the living room that go through the doorway. There's one cord. Okay. And we're down to one. It's real nice. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> well, well, one extreme solution is to put cat doors in the computer room. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that. We don't know if our cats will react well to cat doors, but um, I'm assuming they're they're willful enough. Because they've never enough. had them. Yeah. 
So I, I don't want to be one of those cat owners who has a cat who's too dumb to figure out a cat door. Uh, just bribe them with treats. They'll figure it out. All right. I figure they just figure it out on their own. But but I, what, we used to have that problem at our old apartment. And what I used to do was just kind of shut the door just enough so that the cats could kind of worm their way through. Now, this is dependent on how fat your cats are. Because... Yeah, I've tried that, but that doesn't seem to be good enough for the sound situation for Anna. So, um, yeah, I I know what you're saying. No, no, that no. The sound of the controller and the keyboard is too much. Yeah, it's him smashing on the keyboard. Because there's a lot of keyboard smashing in Eleven. At least when I play (laughs) Eleven. Yeah. Cherry brown switches, if people are wanting. Um, so I guess that's slightly noisier than it could be. Should figure out like your keyboard. Maybe it's quieter. Or you know, not rage slam the keyboard. I'm not rage slamming. I'm just <laughs> very excitedly slamming. macroing. <laughs> rage slamming. <laughs> I have done that in this game within the past few weeks, actually. Yes, yes. But you not have. in the middle of the night. Um, you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, the the loud things you hear in the middle of the night are usually me dropping the controller on the ground and being very angry at myself for doing it. Or the cat knocking over your pop can yeah, yet again. Yeah, just random stuff like that. Yeah. Remember when Chris got mad at people for playing video games during the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Hey, what is uh? Thanks, Noodle. Uh, how is uh? How is uh? What I wanted to know is I forgot it. Shoot. Oh, I thought it was good. Oh well. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Male content points out. I once watched Chris try to order a pizza for thirty minutes during a podcast. <laughs> it was very hard because I couldn't focus on the pizza and I couldn't focus on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, it's very hard and and yeah what else have you been this is also if you ever go shopping to meet with me like it's it's, don't go shopping with chris (laughs) does he read every label well yeah 16 pairs of shoes hey the last time we went shoe shopping anna who was done first you because and how many pairs of shoes did i have in the time it took you to buy find one two i uh uh-huh so i endeavored to make a change and i did and i'm very proud of it and i don't think you recognize it enough (laughs) the slight golf clap it's like like do that every time from now on and i'll be happy yes (laughs) it's like well goodness i have to start somewhere what do you want from me you know what else i've been playing um besides 11 uh (laughs) Is, You've been playing things besides Eleven. Yeah, I'm Mo- not sure. About Monster that. Hunter Generations. I, I like to play in bed, um, and in the morning when you're doing your physical therapy, um, and that is uh, that's pretty good. I finally hit high rank in that, which means I can do higher level ups for my cats and higher stronger monsters. Um, so that's good. It took forever to get to high rank in that game. Uh, now I'm there, um, but. Then lately, I said I need a break from Monster Hunter after getting to high rank, and I decided to start defending a killer whale. So I've been playing through the whale case in that first 3DS Phoenix Wright game, and then maybe when that's done, maybe I'll go to the to the to the next Phoenix Wright game. But who can say? 
I like defending killer whales. But that case was really... I'm just reminded of all the problems with that Phoenix Wright game. At least the first one. I don't know if the second one's any better. They just lead you too much. They, it's like, in their efforts to make sure you don't have these really confusing, stupid situations where it's like, why would I ever think of that? Um, I feel like they just hand you solutions way too frequently in that game. So I don't know how they're supposed to do it right, but it does bug me. And nobody cares. All right, well, we can move on. I'm sorry. Um, what else are we playing? Uh, Alex, we talked about... Anna! Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to speak if you were talking about what you were playing? Since you're not interested in anything me? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't denied it. All right. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I was complaining about how I was completely stuck in Fire Emblem Heroes because my character, my highest level characters were two stars and they couldn't do any of the hard stuff. Um, I ended up going back and doing a couple of draws because I had saved up a bunch of orbs and I looked through all of my characters and realized that I actually had a five-star person. And it was a blue book-wielding person. And the reason that I hadn't used them initially is because they weren't on any of the lists that I was looking at at first that was like, are these good characters or not? So I put her in my party and then I drew a bunch of four-stars. So I put a four-star healer in my party and a four-star axe person in my party and um who's the dancer from awakening olivia oh from awakening i don't know i, I know you don't it. know i was hoping kelly, would help you. kelly should I, know. Could, I honestly couldn't remember it's been so long since i, I played awakening anna the only dancer i know is you are the subscribe with yes olivia yeah <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> I have not drawn Azura yet. So my party is like um, Shersh and Olivia and this blue book wielder whose name I don't remember because I don't think I played their game. And um, Krom's little sister. Why can't? Why am I so bad with these names? Lucina? No, that's his daughter. Oh. Mm. Lissa. So that's my party. And I've been, I like rocketed straight through the story once I had them up to speed. I like, uh, are doing a bunch of the high level dungeons. I like, my stance on the game is completely changed. Although I feel like I was completely vindicated in what I said in that. You can't play that game unless you have four and five star characters. No, you you are. Um, the difficulty balance in that game is not great. But you can level so, up lower star characters for a lot less feathers. So Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's kind of where I'm sitting at right now, where it's like, I would really like to get either Lissa or Shersh up to five stars because they get yeah, really good abilities. Yeah, four to five is way too expensive, but you can um, do a lot of people up to four. Yeah, but it's so expensive. Yeah, Sherish was actually originally a three-star, and I made her a four-star, so... I made all my starting people three-star. That was cheap. Yep. So, kind of deciding where I go from here. Um, I have a couple of other... You should go play another game, because there's only death and pain waiting for you in this free-to-play gotcha mechanics. Yeah, and I mean, so I have a a party of other four-stars, and then I drew out of the new draw that was like the siblings draw... And I got a five-star guy that's a red sword. And again, I don't think I played his game. 
And then no I got scene. really excited because I drew Kane. Okay. From Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Mm. And so I was like, yeah, I got Kane. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm finding my... I'm finding myself re- seeing names in Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I was like, oh, that's who that's supposed to be. Yep. So I got really excited when I drew him. So I have a secondary party of like Effie and this five-star guy that I drew and Kane and like Bartz or something like that. Butts. Not Butts. No. I actually think his name is Bartz. Oh. Um, and so I've been slowly kind of been leveling them up as like my secondary party. Um, and I'm just kind of, the problem is, is I feel like I'm kind of in, in, in like hold mode right now because trying to finish the last two or three chapters of lunatic dungeons is so slow because they require like 20 energy a piece. So you can only do two of them and then you're out of energy. Yeah. I don't like the energy mechanics in that game at all. I just, yeah. Just play real Fire Emblem games. There's probably some old ones you haven't finished. Yeah, I haven't finished Revelations. There you go. So I I am undecided where I'm at in terms of that game. I think I might just kind of give it a couple I mean, weeks. Echoes is, Echoes is out in May, right? Right, and that's the thing mm-hmm. is it's like, as much as I feel like I want to play this because I want to play a Fire Emblem game, we're not that far away from a Fire Emblem game that I am legit going to want to dive into. Mm-hmm. So, so you should totally finish up Revelation so you're done with the old that's story. That's true. Yeah. I don't... What are you waiting for? I don't understand you. And then the last two weeks, I've been playing basically a string of games that the sequel is better than the original. What? So I played... I, I mean, I've been talking about before. I, I beat Dragon Quest Eight, which was so much better than Dragon Quest Seven. <laughs> and then I decided to dive into... But you didn't get the real ending... Shut up. <laughs> then I decided to dive into Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse. But you put it on and super you, the easy. I did. We and talked you about blew that. through that. I did. It was so good. I mean, last week was. Didn't a we weird talk week. about that last week? That no, you finished I it. No, because I wasn't on. It's been two weeks since I was on. Oh my gosh. Last week was the game of the year podcast. That's a good point. Okay. I think I had just started it on the eleventh. Yeah, she she did destroy that game. I remember being like, "How has she done already?" She um, must have cheated. Yeah, no, it's uh, not not this week, but the week before was a really weird work week for me because it was all sorts of hurry up and wait work. So it was like I was only playing like thirty or forty five minutes of the game at a time, but I would play the game for thirty five or forty minutes, and then I would work for half an hour, and then I'd be like, "Well, I have to wait for someone to email me back now." So then I'd play the game for another thirty or forty five minutes, and all of those added up really, really fast. I mean, hang on. I, hang on, let me go to my game log. I started it on the 9th and I finished it on the 17th and it took me 44 hours. So in eight days, I played 44 hours. It was crazy. I mean, to be fair, you weren't doing like me and trying to fill out the demonic Pokedex either. No, I, 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 yeah, how's that coming along? I'm going to mess with it again when I finish DQ8. Yeah. And then since I was kind of on a 3DS kick, I decided to play Yokai Watch 2 Bony Spirits. Yokai, 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 Kai are out, so I'm staying in. Yeah, because uh, uh, we've been watching the Yokai Watch anime. Which and... apparently is just Yokai Watch 2. <laughs> yeah! So Yokai Watch 2 is basically better than the first game in every single way. 
That's oh, my what I've heard. Swirls. Oh, my swirls. And I can't believe that they actually made it more like the anime than the first one, but they did, and it feels really good. I'm pretty sure that was a uh, very intentional decision. Yes. So it's like um, most of the gameplay is the same, um, but better. So it's like um, there were there are mini games that you do on the touchscreen to activate your like super abilities, but like the drawing game required you to be so much less precise, and like most of the tapping games required you to tap significantly fewer times. Um, when you had to purge um, a bad condition from a yokai there was always a trick to getting it done faster so like there there are chains that like go across your yokai but there's always like a a weak point in that chain that is like readily visible once you know what you're looking for so instead of it being like scratch 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 it's just like snap 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 done is there any like actual story tie-in between the first game and the second that matters no so um, is there any reason at all to play the first game? At this point, no. Do you, do you, does it just does it at least acknowledge that you already know what yokai are in the second game? Yeah, and so what happens is is the second game opens up with um the bad guy stealing your yokai watch. <gasps> and sure. erasing your memories. What? Or I guess blocking them. <laughs> so you have to find everything again. Yeah, and so that's sort of the premise of why you're starting from scratch again is they steal all of your medallions and oh, take no. away your yokai Not watch your and like seal away your memories. So like randomly you go into a store and it's like that watch looks really cool and I need a new watch so I'm going to buy it. And it's a yokai watch. And it's the yokai watch. Oh, of course it is. So I mean, you know, <laughs> convenient anime. Wait, tropes. what about Whisper? Why wasn't he there? Um so the guy who sold me the watch gave me a, a $1 or like a 10 cent coin. Mm-hmm. 100 yen coin and told me to put it in the machine outside of the store and of course out pops whisper but whisper should have already been out apparently they locked him away oh all right as part of this into that of... machine yeah and uh, how they convenient they uh <laughs> they also wiped away jabanyan's memories they really well. it, the, this is like symbolic they're like we just want you all to forget the first game happened all right just play <laughs> this game instead <laughs> so yeah um it's a lot. The catching mechanic is still the game, is still the same. Um, so it's kind of random, but the percentage chance of actually getting someone to join you is much higher. And you can also create an item that like significantly increases the chance of you actually befriending a yokai. So that was like the biggest problem of the first one. It was like it was completely mercurial whether a yokai was going to join you. Now it's a lot more reliable. Um, they also introduced a new way um, to do combat where you can poke things instead of doing like special attacks. I didn't really like it, um, mostly because it was like, eh, why would I do this instead of just using the original way that I'm more comfortable with? If they put it put that mechanic in a game by itself, I wouldn't have a problem with it, mm-hmm. but I just didn't prefer it. And so the story ties like right into one of the movies where you go back in time and meet your grandfather when he was a kid. And it turns out he's the guy that um, created the yokai watch. Of course he is. (laughs) Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. um, And they they did sort of an interesting way of um, getting you to sort of move between optional quests and mandatory story quests where what they would do is... 
um, they would sort of stop progressing the main story and give you a selection of like quests to do. And near those quests were a whole bunch of optional quests. So it was like one of the quests was like, before you can proceed further, you have to figure out where your dad's meeting notes disappeared to. So it takes you to the train. And when you're at the train, you get an optional side quest to like ride all of the stops and get a stamp. And then you go to his office and outside of his office is like a bunch of quests that it's like, go do this and go do that and go do this. Um, and then you like go back home and try to figure out where his paperwork is and it sends you to a different section of town and there you can pick up a whole bunch of side quests. I think my only complaint, and it's a really kind of lame one, is you get the bike really late in the story. Mm. Which isn't a big deal when you're in the present because there are um, mirrors that you can warp between and the train system. But in the past, um, there's no really good fast way to travel. And so it's really slow to get around the past town until you have a bike. And then it's much better. Mm. So yeah, um, honestly, that game was really good. And the cool thing is, is like the main story will probably take you about 25 hours. But I would totally recommend this game for anybody that has kids or that likes to play a game for a significantly long period of time because outside of those 25 hours of main story, there's probably twice that to complete everything in the game. Because there is bug catching and there's fishing and there's trophies. And you get all sorts of trophies for doing stuff and there's like local um, fighting and online fighting and it's relatively hack-free. Relatively. Have you been doing it? Um, I think I might have done it once. I mean, you don't even have like an end game team in that thing. You nope. Know? But what they do is, um, yeah, I'm losing my headphones. Ah. In order to ensure that people can't be like totally OP, they bump up all of your yokai's levels to 60, which is the max level. Mm-hmm. And then they limit your party to one S rank, one A rank, and then unlimited B to E rank. Okay. So you do actually have a fairly even playing field so yeah there's there's so much stuff to do there's like photos that you can take and um there i didn't even finish all of the optional stuff that i could have done so so why are you just done with the game now because the thing that i was interested in in this game was the story okay does that mean you don't even watch want to watch the anime anymore? Oh no, I I'd totally be fine with watching oh, okay. the anime because we're not caught up to where I was in the game, and Yokai Watch Three is coming out. Okay, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know that I haven't heard anything about it. Yokai, Yokai Watch Three, three. <laughs> Japanese only, never to come out here. And Yokai Watch Three takes place in the U.S. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah. New character, finally? Um, No, I think it's the same character. It's the it's the further adventures of Komasan? <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same amazing. character, but they also have a different character who's in Japan. Oh, of course. Yeah, Nate and his family moved to St. Peanutsburg, America for business. <laughs> Nate, Whisper, and Jibanyan befriend Mac. Inaho makes her debut in the main game series. Wait, so Nate... Uh, so, hold on. They befriend a new person in Japan, or they go with Nate? I'm no, really it's... confused. Okay, so Inaho's story 
So normally what happens is, is when you play Yokai Watch, you can choose either the boy or the girl. Mm-hmm. And their stories are essentially the same because they're next door neighbors. In this, the boy moves to the U.S. and Inaho, the girl, stays in Japan. Oh, so two different stories then? Yes. Oh. Okay then. And yeah, this came out in um, July in Japan with like, so Yokai Watch 3, Sushi and Tempura <coughs> came out in July with Sukiyaki with 3.5 coming out in December. Sukiyaki. So I suspect that they'll announce the City 3. Okay. You suspect it. It would make sense. And then there'll be a giant public demo of it because E3. Yay. Mm-hmm. Public. All right. So, what other games have you finished in like a day and a half? <laughs> um, well, since I finished Yokai Watch so quickly, I decided to take pity on poor Mac and actually start playing Vita games. But instead of playing the VD game he wants me to play. Now, hold on. Hold on. There was a game that you took out and put into your 3DS that you haven't mentioned here. (laughs) No, because I've barely played it, and I don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about it more when I've played it more. So, yes, I decided to take pity on Mac and play a VD game. So I decided to play Criminal Girls 2, Party Favors. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Why don't you respect yourself? So this is another game that is much better than the first one. In According like to you. so many ways. That Alex, is not saying much. Alex, did you did you play this? Yeah. Well, I played the first one. Okay. Did you, you didn't play the play second, second one? one? Okay. No, Kelly they, played the first one and not the second one? I only played a little bit of the first one. I didn't get very far because I had other stuff that I wanted to play and stuff that was actually I, worth playing, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm gonna play it eventually. Uh, why? Actually, why? Because I hate myself. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'll accept that answer. <laughs> so, I mean, I liked the first game, but I felt like it was good and could have been great. And so, yeah, just everything is so much better in Criminal Girls 2. Like, um, the mini games are a lot more varied. Um, the, the start of the game is so much faster. I think I went back and was listening to the podcast that I was really talking about this. And I actually th- think I said something like, if you can stand the first three or five hours, which are super slow, the game three gets much or better. Three five hours. Right? I was crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not that crazy. That we do that sort pro- of stuff all the time. I think um, that was my problem with the first game is that that first dungeon is just so a slog. Oh, and so in the second game it is so it start it gets it gets interesting so much faster and they start giving girls both unique and overlapping abilities. Is there so, any story tie-ins between the two games that matter? Anna? Yes and no. Should you play the first game if you haven't at this point? Um yes because it's different girls. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Keep know. Keep in mind that it's terrible. I don't yeah, unlike Yokai Watch, I I I don't feel as definitive. Okay. Cuz I mean the thing and I'm going to sound like an idiot saying this. The mm-hmm. thing that really draws me into this game is it has a really good story. It's like reading Playboy for the articles. Mm. <laughs> and this is a dilemma that I have because this game is so TNA and so SNM. But the story's really good. Is it? 
Yeah. Because mostly what I hear about is you like assaulting girls with slime and whips and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the slime minigame. I feel like it's a little bit mercurial Mercu- in its... Um, mercurial, huh? Okay. In in the way that it makes you flick stuff. How cute. <laughs> like yeah, otherwise, I... I'm there. There's like an electricity game mini game that I unlocked, and that's the one that I'm doing right now. And it's balanced really, really well. Uh huh. So if you don't know, the mini games in this game are to increase your lady's motivations, I guess. And as you motivate them, they unlock more attacks and abilities. Do you have to do this stuff once, or do you have to keep coming back? You have to do it repeatedly. Oh boy! And so the difficulty or the way that the game works changes slightly as you get into higher levels. So, for example. On the first two levels of the slime game, you're holding the Vita normally, like horizontally. But like once I've done the first two levels, do they slide back down over time and I have to do it again? Nope, or? nope, nope, nope. Okay. Once they're motivated, they stay motivated. Oh, how convenient. Um, but three and four of the slime game actually has, has you turning the Vita sideways so that you're like, you have a long screen, uh-huh. long tall screen. Blue, blue. Uh, when I turn portable systems sideways, that's what I do. I yell colors at them. <laughs> Did you play too much? Um, Just a little bit of yeah. brain training. Yeah, yeah, okay. Blue. Yellow. No, blue. <laughs> ah! <laughs> System never recognized blue properly. I ended up having to say Baloo. 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 It's like, no, that is a character from the Jungle Book. <laughs> but I mean, that's the only way it would take me saying Baloo. Blue. <laughs> Baloo. <laughs> Balloon. No. So yeah, um, I also like that they have a lot more overlap in abilities and you can go back. So all of the girls, um, every time you give them a new motivation level, they can choose either an S ability or an M ability. Kinky. Yes. And based on whether you choose S or M abilities, the girls will then be um, aligned with either S or M. And so the, one of the new things they added is you can coach the girls in battle and that will temporarily raise their stats. And so girls that are S get attack and a magic attack up and girls that are M get magic defense and defense up. And they also, depending on if they're S or M, they also respond. Um, and, and individual girls, they also respond differently to different kinds of coaching. So I have one girl that... Um, that she doesn't like being praised. She gets legitimately upset, whereas everybody else likes being praised. Got it. Yeah, so I mean, I'm enjoying it. Um, you're still playing Criminal Girls. and I am. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest dilemma that I have with it right now is I can't play it in public. <laughs> <laughs> So anytime we go out, I have to pick a different game to play. Uh-huh. Do you, do you play in the car? No. Okay. We don't drive long enough to make that worthwhile. Where are you playing it that you're worried about getting church? Looked church. At? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Restaurants. Yeah. I mean, let's start with the fact that my wife regularly plays handheld video games in church, but uh, we'll, we're just ignoring that for a second. This handheld video game in church seems less appropriate than normal. I was actually having a conversation with one of my friends about appropriate games to play in church. And he was, you know, commiserating that he can't bring Sunran Kagura with him to church. <laughs> commiserating. 
So, so wait. Uh, b- back up the train a little bit. <laughs> this is my criminal, life, Kelly. <laughs> criminal Girls is too dirty to play in church, but, but were you playing Shimigami? Were no. you playing Shimigami Tensei in church? No. no. I also okay. left that at home. I made sure okay. she never took out her incubus in church. <laughs> Actually, the problem was Mara. <laughs> yeah, well, I was about to drop the Mara bomb. Oh, Mara's beautiful. I put up a whole bunch of screenshots of him talking because he's just 100%. Oh, no. Now. Oh, no. No. I, just, I was just <laughs> looking him up to put on the screen. No. No. Please don't put him on no. the stream. <laughs> no. No, Mara. Oh, no. <laughs> For those who are unfamiliar, Mara is a penis in a chariot. A giant green penis. How is that in the game? I don't even understand that. I think there's another one that's a demon that's just uh, nothing but boobs. Yeah, I had her. Um, Inanna. Yeah. Yep, I had her too. Yeah, she has like 10 breasts. And has like this huge pregnant stomach because she's considered like the mother of all of the demons. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei are always fun to analyze. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm between games on 3DS because I can't decide to play what when I can't play Criminal Girls, but I will probably check in next week and have a decision at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's what everybody's been playing, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should beep 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 beep. beep. No, I want to know, Kelly. Someone in the chat asked, "How are you coming along in Final Fantasy 14?" Um, I haven't touched it in a while because I've been busy with other stuff. Okay. Well, probably when I finish up Night Home and Wow next week when or in two weeks when the last wing opens, I'll start messing around with fourteen a little bit more, trying to get my dude into Heaven Sword or my girl rather into Heaven Sword. Thank you for the update. Let's do some news. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, not Outlook. Why is my Outlook opening? Go away, Outlook. No one asked you for that. All right. <laughs> What's our so first story? So we did a huge feature. Oh, it's so big. On um, Path of Exile 3.0, the fall of Orioth. Do you want to talk about this, Alex? I thought they were... Oh. So yeah, they're doing two things. They're doing Path of Exile 2 and they're maintaining development for Path of Exile 1. Well, there's no 2. Hmm. Oh wait, what am I thinking of then? No, they're just doing 3.0. That... Yeah. They've recently announced the Xbox One version. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of Pillars of Eternity too. Yeah, okay. Ah, oh. there's too many games that are PoE. Yeah, that does confuse me when I keep putting in the logo for Pillars of Eternity accidentally. <laughs> when I'm <waiting> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, we got a big interview with uh, Chris Wilson. Um, and they gave it, take you, uh, you can go read that. Well, yeah, we don't base, have an interview. Base, we, we, we summarize the interview? Well, I don't know what we did. I had a Skype call with him. You had a Skype call. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't clear. I'm confused. <laughs> So what's the important bits, Alex? You talk. Okay, them. so I mean, yeah. So the first bit was basically they were explaining the sort of state of the game, where they've announced the Xbox One version, and they're also releasing a Chinese language version, mm-hmm. or a Chinese version. Basically, they're 
I think with the last updates, they've basically got the most active players they've ever had. So they had like a million active players in December last or last December. So they're growing, and they're expecting about ten times as many when they release in China, <laughs> or at least their publisher told them to expect or be prepared for ten times as many. So upgrade your servers, please. <laughs> But yeah, so the main the main thing that um, the new expansion does is like the 2.0 it introduces a whole new story act. So I think the original game had three acts. 2.0 introduced the fourth act, and 3.0 introduces the fifth act, which takes place in Uriah, which is where like the player character is supposed to be from before they were exiled. Hence the game name. Uh... Yeah, so that so that sort of adds in a whole new chunk of story content to the game. So you get a load of new boss fights, new areas, new stuff. Um, the new areas are sort of more uh, modern, so they're actually, rather than taking place in ruins like, like the most of the rest of the game, this is actually in sort of a city that has been sort of still active. So a whole new bunch of locations and stuff like that. It also introduces more like uh, god stuff because due to the law there wasn't actually much to do with though there's lots of religions there wasn't actually much to do with the gods themselves but now this sort of introduces like more of the gods and so there's law on that front it also makes a massive change in how the game's structured as previously you sort of had to to get into the post content you had to play the game or the four acts campaign three times Upgrading each difficulty level. Yeah, but now now they've basically <gasps> they're going add... they're going like Diablo three now. Uh, I don't know I don't know what oh, Diablo okay. three does. Oh, okay. But now instead of now instead now instead of like having to repeat those same four acts three times, they've actually created in addition to Act five, they've created Act six through ten. Oh, okay. But they they sort of recycle the sort of locations of the first five acts. So you go through them again, but what they've done is they've put in a load of new quests. They've changed all the locations as well. So sort of stuff like that you've done in the game has like had an effect. So like a swampy area is now sort of full of like greenery and life because they sort of drained the um drained the swamp. Which I didn't want to say, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Drain the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so instead of, yeah, instead of having to do sort of three playthroughs now, just have one big playthrough and it's all different. Although the second, the second half of the game is sort of going through the same area but changed. It should be interesting. Oh, when is this out? Maybe I should get back um, in, into this. Should be out middle of middle of the year. I think they've yeah they've got some new challenge leagues starting on March the third. Oh, I'm a little busy to- on March third. Yeah. yeah, just just prior to the beta launch, of it, and then yeah, but the main. Wait, wait, they're coming to Vita. Main... Is that what you said? Beta, beta. They're coming to Vita, beta, 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 beta. beta. Oh, whatever. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. English. No, it's not coming to Vita. Uh, okay. I was so confused. Yes. Yeah, so June, July. I like that we've just started a rumor that they're com- that there's going to be a Vita version, and really, you just meant there's a beta version. Okay, Anna, we should get into this when 3.0 hits. Okay. It's a Diablo-style game, as you probably know. Mm-hmm. 
but maybe it's finally not as dark and rainy. Yeah. That was my... Well, like Glenn, Glenn, Glenn's a very big fan of this one, so... Who? Glenn. Glenn! Seven. Yes. Glenn. Vita. Glenn on the Vita. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> There's an Xbox One version as well. Is it free to play in the Xbox One? Yeah, it's all free to play. The only stuff you pay for is cosmetics. Hmm. Uh, the same characters on Xbox One? I don't remember. Oh, no. It's all different. Yeah, yeah they, they are separate. But the Xbox One version will have all the PC content, including the 3.9 stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. What else we got going on? Oh, Breath of the Wild got some news, folks. They've got a DLC pass. Woo! Blasphemy. <laughs> Outrage. So they've got a season pass, essentially. It's called the Expansion Pass. It's $20, and they want you to pre-order it, which I do not understand why you would pre-order an Expansion Pass or a Seasonal Pass unless there was some sort of discount or bonus involved, of which there is not, that I can tell. So let's see. The content of the pass will be released periodically through 2017, though they did put something in here to make you want to buy it right at launch, even though you're not really getting any of your value for it. Here's what you get. Once purchased, three treasure chests will appear in the Great Plateau area of the game. Two of the chests will contain useful items, while the third has a Nintendo Switch shirt. <laughs> Anna, do we need to buy the, the pass so we can put Link in a t-shirt? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, like, I was just feigning internet outrage there. I don't really care. You don't really care? All right. So no. here's, here's what they've announced. So there's those three treasure chests, which lol. Then there's DLC 1, which will add a new Cave of Trials challenge, a new hard mode, and an additional map feature. What does that mean, an additional map feature, and why is that something you have to pay for? And then DLC Pack 2, new original story, new dungeon, and additional challenges. So Pack 1 is summer 2017. Pack 2, holiday 2017. Probably launching a lot alongside the Game of the Year edition of the game. But, you know, who knows? Why would Nintendo do that? That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was this Switch only, or was it Wii U too? What the expansion the pass? Uh, yeah, it's both. Okay. So yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild and its expansion pass are for both systems, and everything comes out March third. So go get your T-shirt <laughs> for Link. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda had some gameplay videos come out this past week. Trailers. Um, or 10 days ago, actually. Uh, it's Yeah, it's a trailer, so I don't know. We put it in the wrong section. So, Anna, Mass Effect Andromeda. Trailers. Thank you. Um, in it, though, you see people playing Mass Effect, and it looks like Mass Effect. So, I'm going to bookmark this. and Can I do f- watch it later from here? No, I have to go and... Ugh. I'll go to that, and we will watch it later. I will digest that a little. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda offers more freedom. This is a story. Offers more freedom in player character builds than previous games, letting players select and upgrade any skill 
though these skills are still divided into the combat, tech, and biotic groups. As players unlock skills, they will gain access to profiles. The seven profiles followed similar construction to the original trilogy's classes and provide bonuses to various skills. For example, the Adept profile offers boosts to various biotic-type skills. Profiles can be swapped at any time. So, I guess instead of having a class, you now have a loadout? (laughs) So that's kind of weird. Um, yeah, so yeah, because yeah, the previous trilogy sort of restricted what skills you could learn, so you basically get more freedom to do to sort of build your character how you want now. And they and they really and then and then on top of that, they have favorites, which lets you choose four loadouts of three skills and one profile and switch between them on the fly. Although with a cooldown before the schools are vi- skills are available to use, so you can actually like set up your your beefy tank set up and then switch on the fly to your uh your adept magic user ranged take uh setup i guess uh, we'll see if it's any good march 21st in north america march 24th in europe christopher has his doubts but we'll see are you gonna play this at launch me mm-hmm. march 21st that's gonna be hard if I hear that it is actually an amazing new Mass Effect game with good role-playing stuff in it, sure. If I hear that, hey, Mass Effect is finally unburdened from its role-playing fetters and now it's a good shooter, no. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. And if it says, oh, it's a mediocre combination of the two, probably not. <laughs> if it's an amazing combination of the two and it's like, oh, I don't know, then... Then we have to figure that out, and I will go to counseling with you, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> I need help. Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood. Uh, it's the MMORPG that wants Chris to play it more than 11. Um, well, and WoW. And, well, anyway, fourteen had had info. They had a movie. We watched the trailer, Anna. Mm-hmm. There were like people fighting, and there it was all anime, and there were like shockwave explosions. People blocked attacks, and then there was a samurai who ruined some buildings. A jerk. Yeah. So it, sh- it looks like it showed off two classes, or I don't know. I don't. It looked like well, dancers fighting was, or something. Yes. I yeah, don't know what's up with that. The first bit was already announced, I think. Or the first bit was already shown, but the new stuff was the samurai bit. But what was the first bit about? Uh, I think that was just about the location more than anything else. So that's not like like a dancer and a monk announcement. It's just two people fighting on a hand? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It was cool. It's like, you should make a movie with that. Or an anime. And then I realized there's lots of animes like that that I could just go watch, probably. So, anyway. Uh, (laughs) Then they show off the samurai. He he stops bullets with his sword because he's just that awesome. And, uh, yeah. And then they, they shut off like a new town where I guess everyone's going to hang out. And then underwater Blitzball. I'm telling you, they had a Blitzball arena underwater with a town in it. And I don't know why or what was going on there. I think what it actually was, it was a bubble of air underwater that will be a location you can go. But the way it looked is like one of those Blitzball arenas from Final Fantasy X. So you tell me if you well, disagree. Yeah, I need the opposite. Yeah, only the opposite. But you don't know that necessarily if you just glance at it. So... <laughs> So go in there and play Blitzball is what I say, even though there's no Blitzball in the game. Uh, that should totally be the PvP in all f- future uh, Final Fantasy MMOs, don't you think, Anna? Uh, Blitzball? No. 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 <laughs> they did. They did mention Blitzball. Oh. What? 
They didn't mention Blitzful. They're sort of they're considering working on it. No, how would yeah. that work? <laughs> better, hopefully, better than it did in ten. <laughs> hopefully, better. Than, yeah, I hope so. Especially since ten doesn't have multiplayer. Uh... Why is there a demand for underwater math rugby? <laughs> I think I think when you make because it PvP, you you get rid. Well, yeah, because of that sentence, and maybe the math stuff is de-emphasized uh, in favor of characters controlling things more directly, um, or the math is now on doing your DPS or your goals per seconds, or because needless to say, Waka did not get his ultimates in my first playthrough of ten because I couldn't wrap my brain around that crap and. I do not enjoy Blitzball. Anna Marie is great at Blitzball, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a... That's a yes or no? No, that's a yeah. That's a yes. I played a crap load of, of Blitzball when I first played 10. So she learned... The- does it Does it matter who you recruit? Or is it yes. just... Oh, yeah, you want Keeper, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of characters that are, like, super critical. And some of them are missable. Okay. That's the, that's the BS. That, ex- that explains it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen Stormblood will be out on June 20th on PS4, PC, and <laughs> Mac. Oh, the Mac version is funny. Um, yeah. All right. And the PS3 version will stop upon Stormblood's release. So I guess the Samurai is literally killing the PlayStation 3. So figure that one out. But you can upgrade to the PS4 version for free through the PS3 to PS4 upgrade campaign. Or you can be like Chris and accidentally buy the PS4 version because it showed up on sale in his cart. And I still don't understand what happened, but I did that. Okay. I I almost did that. And I, then I was like, wait a minute, don't I get a free upgrade? I don't, I don't yes, know what I happened. Do. I don't know what happened. I, I thought I already had it upgrade. I may have an extra key for Anna is what might have happened. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. PS, the way Final Fantasy fourteen works with its service entitlements is just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I I was freaking out thinking that my Stormblood key didn't take because it wasn't showing up on my account for 14, and I was having a small panic attack. Stormblood isn't out yet. How would that oh, No, not Stormblood. Heavensward? Uh, Heavensward. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Like... There's a site you log in. It tells you what you think you have, and then I—I I don't even know how keys work when you buy them on the PS4. Like, is there? Where do you get the key then after that? Where does it show up? You have to. Well, like I bought the disc copy because it was on sale on Amazon. Well, that'll and be in the box to, then. Right? Yeah, the key was in the box, but you have to enter the key onto the PlayStation Store, not the Play Online account. Oh, okay. So, so I did that, but then it wasn't up. showing that I had Heaven's Ward. Oh. Yeah. And I think what happened was I hadn't played the game so in so long that I had to update the game first. And then it had this. <laughs> and then it of had course. an epiphany. <laughs> yeah. Well, why wouldn't that be the case? All right. Oh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Get! I guess that was Final Fantasy eleven. That crazy sheet with the Git guy on it and explaining how to upgrade things and tra- oh man, it was so bad. <sighs> All right, well, that's Final Fantasy fourteen. 
NIS America had a crazy set of announcements, Anna, right? Yeah, they had a huge preference conference. What happened with that? You almost went. Yeah. And then flight prices went crazy. Yeah, yeah. So what did they announce? Oh my gosh, what didn't they announce? I mean, relevant to us is probably RPG Maker FES. Coming to the US. Which is the game that I got really confused about a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's an RPG Maker game, and it looks like it supports tactical RPGs in it. Yep. Um, and then they also announced Called Sep Revolt, which, like, excites me. Why? Because I, I didn't think anybody was going to pick it up. So it's a new Called Sep saga yeah. game? Yeah. So it's a board game? Yeah, it's game? a... I didn't uh, play any of these. Card so. game, board game, strategy, RPG. Okay. Yeah. Um, they also announced... So, well, you're saying it's like Mario Party. Mm, no. Oh, like Dokopan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dokopan. We never played enough of that. It's because people wrote on my face, oh. dicks. No, no, no. What? No. Oh, were you not there for that? No, I'm talking about the Dokopan, the Monopoly one. The... Oh, you're talking about Itadaki Street. Oh, I am. You're Fortune right. Street. I'm sorry. I okay. played Dokopan. People wrote all over my damn face. Yeah, you did that at E3, right? Mm-mm. Run to the sun. Diana who did that to you? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Just shocked. It's okay. Ron picked on me, too. But he always picks on me. Now he's at Sony. Yeah, he picks on me less now. Yeah. Um, they also announced, uh, kind of out of left field, Ease 8 uh, Lacrimosa of Dana, um, which is a Sounds new like a dessert. Ease title coming to PS4, Vita, and PC later this year. And um, I think it surprised a lot of people because Xseed has done all of the Ease titles, almost all the Ease titles up until now. Um, but yeah, with their current schedule, there was no way in hell that they were going to be able to pull that off. Their so. current schedule? Are you saying Marlis is working them hard? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't know what they're working on, so. All right. Um, and then they also announced um, a game that isn't relevant to us, um, Toho Kabuto Burst Battle, which is a 3D fighting game. Yep. It's, a, it's 3D bullet hell fighting with Toho. Cause, okay. Because we need... Um, and then Alice they also announced it. Tokyo Tattoo Girls, which might be something for us. It's hard to tell right now because there's like no screenshots of gameplay available. Tokyo Tattoo Girls, did yes. you say? Yes. Sure. Um, and so the premise of Tokyo Tattoo Girls is in the future, um, Tokyo has been split into 32 districts for reasons which I don't remember. And so you have a magical girl. Mm-hmm. who you slowly start to add more and more tattoos to, and the tattoos give her magical powers. And you have to take over all 32 districts and unify to- uh, unify Japan. But again, that's literally all we know about the game. We know nothing other than it's a strategy title. So we don't even know if it's a strategy RPG yet. And then they announced release dates for a whole bunch of titles that we knew were coming. So, Disgaea 5 Complete on Switch, May 23rd. Operation Abyss, New Tokyo Legacy on PC, March 27th. Operation Babel, New Tokyo Legacy on Vita and PC, May 16th. Uh, Kladoon Returns, this is Sengoku on PS4, Vita, and PC on June 9th. 
Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony on PS4 and Vita on September 26th. And Psycho Pass Mandatory Happiness on PC April 24th. That's all this year. Mm. So yeah, that was a big event. Dude. 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 Um, and then Chroma Squad. Chroma Squad. Had some news. They did? Yes. What's their news? Well, they had good news and bad news. Uh-oh. Good news, they have an Xbox One and PS4 release date. So it's coming out there in May. And they canceled the Vita version. Aww. Mm. Like everybody else. Surprise. <sighs> Disappointing. Um, Square Enix announced that they have opened a new studio in Tokyo. Which a new is studio. A new studio. Sto- in my studio, sto- studio. studio. <laughs> um, the new studio is going to be headed by Hideo Baba. And if you don't oh. know that name, that is like the Tales of guy. If only Alice was here to fawn over her. Him. Somebody. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yideo Baba. I don't know this next story. Who dug this up? Uh, let's see. Final Fantasy won a dumb world record, it says. <laughs> they actually won three it, it dumb won multiple. world records. <laughs> what? So, um, Most prolific role-playing game. Yep. Longest end credits in an MMO in Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn because it's an hour, one hour and 38 minute length of the credits. I feel like um, Lord of the Rings. Well, okay. So in why is MMO, it so long? In an MMO. Why is it so long? Because otherwise it oh, would be the, the credits of that game that was a Kickstarter game and lists every single backer ever. Yeah, that's most Kickstarter games. But while credits typically contain the names of everyone involved with the creation of a game, the credits to Realm Reborn also contains the names of the players of Final Fantasy fourteen in 2010 wow. as a sign of appreciation. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. Then the 2013 of the game version of the game also received the record for most original pieces of music in a video game, having featured an incredible 384 individual and custom pieces of music recorded specifically for the game, 280 pieces for the main game version 2.0 to 2.55, and 114 from the expansion Heavensward 3.0 to 3.45. So that's uh, Soken made a lot of music. <laughs> yep. Yikes. And then, of course, because we can't get away from the Final Fantasy remake slobber. I didn't find this on our site for some reason because I thought it was up that we you did. posted them. We did post. Yeah, it's not posted as news. It's just a media update. Okay, it just it's fallen off the index already. I guess. So yeah, yep. they put out. This some, should have been news, in my opinion, but they whatever. Put out some screenshots. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII has screenshots. And like casually yeah. announced that it was going to have voice acting. Hmm. And so does Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, but so they, Kingdom Hearts already had voice acting. No, 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 no. Kingdom Hearts 3 has screenshots. That's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I, I had the ordering wrong. I'm sorry. Okay. No. Yeah, Final By Fantasy... screenshots, you mean screenshot. And the, the yeah. story... <laughs> on the story of Final Fantasy 7, it's that its voicing is almost done. It's not oh. that they have voice acting. It's that it's the recording's almost done. Um, which is like a lot further along than you might think that they are if you're betting like many people that it won't hit this year. Um, and let's see. 
Kingdom I like Hearts... how it looked like uh, Final Fantasy 13 Versus from 2011. I'm sorry? The Final Fantasy 7 screenshots. Oh. The UI looks basically like the uh, Final Fantasy Versus uh, It looks like Kingdom Hearts is what it looks like. It's freaking Kingdom Hearts. About the... yeah. <laughs> yeah. How... Our screenshots look better than the Silicon Era ones. What? How did we get ours? Um... Yeah, I think I fished them off the Square Enix Twitter. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Alright, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 has one screenshot showing Sora fighting a large enemy, and it looks like a Kingdom Hearts game. And then you can compare and contrast to uh, the Final Fantasy 7 screenshots to see how that also looks like a Kingdom Hearts game. And uh, then you can get really depressed really fast. So, yeah. Uh, Why would I get depressed about that? Oh, no, Kelly. Are you one of these people who wants Kingdom Hearts in her Final Fantasy? I mean, if the game is good, I don't really care what the battle system yeah, but is like. If it's a supposed to be a remake of Final Fantasy VII, you want it to be turned into a Kingdom Hearts game? It, if, the, if I'm having if it's good, fun, yeah. I'm... I want I it to feel. Really I want it to feel at least a little bit like Final Fantasy VII. I don't think that's going to be the case if it's got a Kingdom Hearts style battle system. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know how to say this. At the end of the day, I'm getting my Final Fantasy VII remake. But is it Final Fantasy VII at that point? Oh gosh, let's not have this philosophical discussion. All right, <laughs> let's talk about Cat Quest. Okay. Cat Quest is a 2D open world RPG where cats take on the roles of knights and heroes fighting across a large map filled with creatures, treasure, dungeons, and calls to adventure. So it's Zelda with cats? I don't know. Um, I just found this and I thought it was cute. Uh, (laughs) You you use mouse clicks or the tap of a finger and it's set to release sometime in 2017. Um, iOS, Android, Steam. And you can go find the, the trailer. Uh, we don't have it on our site yet. Um, I don't know if we're going to cover it, but you can see it on St- uh, Silicon Era and, and YouTube and stuff. Just search for Cat Quest. And yeah, Android, iOS, Steam. And uh, yeah, you walk around and kill things. It's an action RPG. And it, it looks nice. I like the way it moves. Anna, have you looked at this? Yeah. Do you, are you looks interested? cute. Nah. But it's a Cat Quest. Maybe. I guess I'll try it on iPad. Yeah. Open world... Well, I don't know. It might be better with a controller, but... Open world... Um, Oh, I guess it's mouse only. But open world... Cat... Looks cat like Cat Diablo. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is more like Cat Diablo. Ooh. When is this out? Meowblo. 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 Yeah. Anna, you gotta play this. <sighs> Alright, time for some briefs. We have... um. A story up with some info and a trailer about Blue Reflection, which is a gust game. Uh, they talk about like how you do stat points and stuff, so you go read that. That would be really inter- uh, boring to try and cover here. Uh, there's a lease date for RPG Vikings Wolves of Midgard. They've uh, finally announced when that's coming out. Mar- ah, Europe is getting it in March 24th. North America on March 28th. It's PS4, Xbox, and PC. Uh, Wired Productions has a new trailer for Victor Vran Overkill Edition, and the uh, it's an update to that game, Victor Vran. Um, let's see, it's the update will premiere on PS4, Xbox One, and PC in 2017, and have two new content packs: Fractured Worlds and Motorhead Through the Ages. What? Wait, really? 
Motorhead Through the Ages will be an official crossover with the band Motorhead that sees Victor assisting the band across three demonic realms based off several of the band's songs. (laughs) My interest just got (laughs) peaked. So, all right, yeah. Um, And this is another, like, Diablo-style game, right? Yeah. Is this from... No, this is from Haymond Games, not from the Van Helsing folks. Different. All right. But it is, uh, yeah, all right. So go help Motorhead. In, uh... Yeah, but Lemmy's already dead. Yeah, well, now he's undead. Too late. Now he's undead. <laughs> uh, this will be uh, sometime in, peace in 2017. So, yeah. I guess if you didn't jump on it the first time, wait for the Overkill edition. Um, Acquire announced that its release in Japan of the PlayStation Vita version of Occupus Beat has been pushed back once again. Previously slated for March 16th, it's now April 27th. I don't think we have word on when it's coming to the U.S. 2017. Well, yeah, beyond that. Yeah, no, I, we'll see it at E3 and they might have a date at that point. Yeah, that would make sense. This is one of the many Marvelous titles Exceed is working on, so. There is a free-to-play MMORPG for PS4 called... Skyforge. Uh, it's being released in March. It's uh, it's fantasy and sci-fi. Stop me if you've heard this before. And um, I'm looking for gameplay. I'm seeing gameplay without UI elements, and I don't know if it's trailers or anything. It might be gameplay. It might not be gameplay. PvE campaigns, raids, PvP. I, I don't know anything. Um, it's from publisher my.com, which is, sounds like a, a site that's just set up for good customer service and, and good everything, right? I mean, your name is my.com. You're obviously not some sort of caching company looking for making lots of money in social gaming or anything, right? With a name like my.com. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. They have a mail app on my.com. For a powerful app for Gmail, Hotmail, Outlook, and Yahoo, and any other mailboxes. My that dot com, sounds yeah, completely safe. My dot com. Uh, well, I guess you could play Skyforge right now on PC. It looks like. Uh, join now, join now, not play now. So what does that mean? Um, yeah, let's click it. Join now, play, so you can play, and it's free to play. So they're gonna try and rip you off. So keep that in mind. You could do like Chris and spend tons of money and never win her. Um, yeah, don't do that. Developer Allod's team on Skyforge. I don't know that I know them either. So that's Skyforge. There's a trailer. Um, As Divine Hearts 2 is now out on Android. Who made that? Chemco. It's a Chemco game, right? That makes sense. Uh, Warhammer Quest is out now on Xbox One and PS4. It's a really good game. I recommend it. Um, if you've been not wanting to get it on PC or iOS, then check it out on the consoles because it's great. Um, slow based ta- tactical board game type thing. So, Rogue Legacy developer Cellar Door Games has announced a new game called Full Metal Furies, which is featuring four heroes, each with his or her own cal- character class, like Triss the Sentinel, Meg the Sniper, Aaron the Engineer, and Alex Fighter. In solo, you choose two characters, which can be switched. Le- uh, quickly tag team between the two in um you know with i guess you could have four people doing couch co-op it looks like a you know an action beat up sort of game so always good to have those especially for couch co-op so yeah 
Oh, it's also got online multiplayer, so you can play with folks remotely. Go check that out, especially if you um, are into Rogue Legacy, because that's their next game. Metronomicom is coming to consoles. It's uh, from Puba, P-U-U-B-A. That's the developer. They uh, put out Rhythm RPG, The Metronomicom. It's been out on PC for a while, right? No? I thought it was. I guess not. Uh, yes. Yeah, currently available PC and Mac versions. And they're going to get free update to get extra content that will be in the PS4 and Xbox One version at launch. Uh, coming out sometime in 2017, it's introducing multiplayer across all game modes and a new playable character and other extras. So... If you're into rhythm RPGs, uh, you can check that out or go read Zach Wellhouse's review and see why he gave it a four out of five. Ooh, that's a good score. Chris is going to make note to watch this trailer later just to see if he needs to get into that game that he doesn't have time for. Dragon Quest Heroes 2 coming to PC, same date as on PS4. That date, of course, being April 25th, 2017. It also launched on um, Europe in April 28th. So, who's going to get Dragon Quest Heroes 2 on PS4 or PC? I still need to play the first one. I think Anna's waiting for the Switch version. Yep. Really? Although that hasn't even been confirmed for outside of North America, I don't think. For outside of Japan? Or outside of Japan. Or at least maybe it's the one in... One and two package that hasn't been confirmed outside Japan. Okay. I'll have to look. Well, I think that's the only... They're only releasing that package, I think. Okay. Uh, all right. uh, what else we got? Star Ocean 3 is coming to PS4. This is for you, Kelly, right? Oh, I, I hated Star Ocean 3. Oh, okay. Star Ocean Till the End of Time <laughs> is coming out in Japan on pay- PlayStation 4 in 2017. And it's going to have trophy support, share functionality, remote play, upscaled resolution, and improved load times. Um... The version being ported will be the director's cut of the original game, which has additional content over the initial Japanese release and was used as a base for the English version. No news yet on an English PS4 release, and we'll leave it at that. Trulon, the Shadow Engine, is now out on Xbox One. If you don't remember what Trulon was, you're not alone. That is Keeve's card-battling RPG. Um, Key games excuse me not key key games card battling rpg true law on the shadow engine it's only 20 bucks it was originally released on ios and android um and i feel like i tried that oh yeah i played a free version of this and said i didn't like it um but yeah you can see if it's for you it's now out on xbox one um it's i, I remember liking it at first and someone's clicking who's clicking oh, that sorry you? that was me that was my pen. Uh, that's your pen? All right. Cool. Yeah. I was just wondering what it was. Gamera Interactive has announced a fantasy action RPG, Alaloth. <laughs> just, they're just trying to make it hard for me to pronounce things. Alaloth, Champions of the Four Kingdoms. Set in an original world, the developer listed a wide variety of inspirations for the game, including pen and paper RPGs, classic computer RPGs like Ultima and Baldur's Gate, and modern titles such as the Souls series. And this thing could be hard. Uh, it's set in a darkness-corrupted world where players will face an ancient evil, as well as coming into contact with various feuding clans and noble families. Four playable races, humans, elves, dwarves, and orcs. And uh, you can recruit from 12 available companions. They'll have backstories. So this seems like it's very Baldur's Gatey. Um, from that description, let's see if I can see f- some Souls elements in the uh, 
in the screenshots here. Da, 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 da. Anything? Um, oh, no, it's got like action mechanics in the combat, it looks like, because they're mapping abilities to buttons on the controller. So we'll see how that, we have to see how that goes. Looks pretty. So that could be good. Um, so go check out Alaloth, see if that's for you. And they've got an official website at alaloth.com. Um, we got some screenshots up. You can go check those out. Uh, Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing is coming to PS4 on February 28th in North America. And March 1st in Europe. Uh, it'll be 15 bucks. And is it going to be all? Oh, it's the, just the first one. So, um, yeah. I think I saw they announced the other two at some point. Yeah. Well, they're coming out at some point. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, and then we've got a big old indie update on the site, which uh, let's uh, let's run through that real fast. Um, we've got Sacred Fire from Slovakian developer Poetic Studio. They've announced that. It's a turn-based psychological RPG. We've got Soulbringer from Wizard Foo and Double Eleven, a procedurally generated action RPG set in the Milky Way galaxy in 13,000 BC. Whew. Uh, we've got The Deal from Alderlay Games. Uh, it's new game, new title on Steam. Uh, it's developed by using RPG Maker MV. It follows Cyrus, Morelia, Jonathan, and Donna on their journey across the continent of Karka. Uh, we've got Crimera from Eastern European developer Taltek Studio. It's a Fallout-inspired post-apocalyptic RPG. came out on, in Steam in 2016, and now they're announcing the extended cut version. So this will have many improvements in the original game, including new localizations and other languages, additional dialogue, new encounters, bug fixes, UI changes, and more. It'll be out on April 4th. So if you thought the first one needed some more polish, maybe check it out again. It'll be $13. Uh, I don't know if you get the update if you already own the old one or not. But uh, yeah. Gatella, Victorian steampunk RPG for PC from Atemly Games. A-T-E-M-L-Y never heard of that one before the developer recently began a campaign on screen ah, steam Greenlight, releasing a demo that is available to download now from itch.io and i guess it, now that steam Greenlight's gone what does that ha- what does that do to them mm. all right <laughs> well go download I mean, have the demo they announced when they're gonna actually phase out Greenlight? i don't know i thought it was already done i guess i don't know all right anna it's time yep are you ready yep all right first off in the Trailers. Section. We have Nier Automata, Glory to Mankind. Trailer. Nier Automata, Arsenal of Destruction. Trailer. A Story of Seasons trio of Towns Bachelorettes. Trailer. Along with a Bachelors. Trailer. The Atelier Fierce Boss Fight. Trailer. Oh, did you like that one? Yeah. Okay. Damascus Gear Operation Tokyo HD Edition. Trailer. Monster Hunter Double Cross. Trailer. Ooh. What, what are you laughing about? The way that that game is written. Oh, because it's XX? Yeah. yeah. Um... It is Double Cross. I I know because I'm a geek and I've looked into this game. Uh, Shaness the Lightning... It also, it also oh, says Double Cross on the logo. Yes. Uh, good point. <laughs> My, that's how I knew. <laughs> Monster Hunter. Uh, Shaness the Lightning Kingdom has hey, a... I back this. Yeah. Trailer. Uh, the Surge 14-minute gameplay walkthrough. Trailer. Uh, Ease 8 PS4. Trailer. Uh, and an Ease Origin PS4. Trailer. A Witch in the 100 Night 2 Japanese launch. Blech. <laughs> a launch <laughs> stranger of sword city revisited trailer uh persona 5 velvet room I don't... trailer uh-oh <laughs> apparently they changed how the velvet I... room works and everyone's upset they changed the voice actor of igor 
Oh, didn't he die or something? Oh, well, only the Japanese, Japanese one did. Oh. Yeah, well, sorry. They also changed Chie's voice actor between four and four golden, so it happens. Uh, Excel World versus SAO. Trailer. Yeah. All right. So out of all that, you said you backed Shaness. Why don't I remember seeing... I thought I backed Shaness for you, didn't I? Maybe. I'm confused. Hmm. Because I, I don't remember getting an update on this. Maybe we didn't back Shaness? Hang on. Let me let me look up my email. Shaness. Well, I don't want to hold up the podcast for it. Yeah, but, I backed uh, it. Oh, you backed it. Okay. Yep. So you're the one who got the email, I bet. Yep. Saying, hey, we got a trailer out. Yep. Right? They did yep. tell you, right? No. No? The last email I have from them is December. <laughs> that seems wrong to me. December 22nd. We've made well, a new... It's been picked up by a publisher, so it's not really the same. I'm not sure they've got access to the Kickstarter fully or emailing people through it. But they were kickstarted. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's scummy. Like, all right, whatever. Who's publishing it? Uh, focus. Oh, okay. Focus Home Interactive. Oh, right. That's right. I actually tried you that at their the booth. played the CD3 and didn't like it. No. Is that true? Yeah. It could be true. I mean, I only pledged 20 bucks. Estimated delivery date, April 2015. Wait, did you play at E3 and not like it? No. I was I, busy at E3. You were very busy at E3. Oh, I, got, I didn't even... I barely got Esti- Wait, what's the, what's the estimated delivery? <laughs> April 2015. <laughs> What's the date on Shaness now? Do they have a date? Nope. Really? 2017. Still 2017. All right. Uh, Could be worse. All right. We have some messages of the day from our forums over at forums at rpgamer.com. These are feedback from the last couple of shows. First off, Shaman responding to our Game of the Year podcast thread says, might I propose next year calling the least likely to come out in twenty in you know 2017 uh, category to least likely to release in 2018 besides Kingdom Hearts 3. Because, <laughs> of course, Kingdom Hearts 3 won't come out this year. I was upset because we forgot to bring that up in the Game of the Year show. Thank you, Shaman. Victor said, while I may be a biased Kickstarter backer, I really do believe Cosmic Star Heroin will come out before 2018 based on their Kickstarter updates. Cosmic and- Star Heroin estimated delivery date December 2014. Yeah. But <laughs> they're totally, they're totally going to happen this year, says Victor. Uh, the main Dragon Quest games, except the MMO, have always had a mostly con- constant gameplay and battle system as one of their signature... Wait, what am I... Look, wait, what was that in response to? Why am I reading that? Okay. I just cared about the Cosmic Star Heroin section. All right. Strawberry Eggs wrote in and said, Kelly saying that it took a while to get the new job in Bravely Second puzzled me. The first two asterisks you get are the new wizard and charioteer jobs. Since the new asterisks are obtained during the main story and the old ones via side quests, you get new jobs at a good pace. Nitpick aside, I always find the Go- Game of the Year podcast highly entertaining. Strawberry Eggs taking umbrage with you, Kelly. To, to be fair... um, Bravely second was at the very beginning of the year, so my memory might have been hazy. Ah, okay. Also, I, com- I, I don't necessarily disagree that it takes a while to get the new um, jobs because you will get big gluts of the old jobs. So you will basically get like three or four of them in a row, and then you will get a couple of the new ones, and then you'll get uh, like another chunk of the old ones, and then you'll get the new ones. So on, it's true that on, all on of the, two new of ones... the first ones you get, you. 
But yeah, it it is true that yes. you do get new ones first. But yes, yeah, yeah, then you do get a couple of old ones and then a couple of new ones, so yeah. Oh yeah, and Seraphim Kitten wrote in to say, I backed a Kickstarter once. It was on Stung Story. Estimated delivery date, July 2015. <laughs> and uh, hey, I have my Kickstarter page up. Let's do mm-hmm. this for fun. Mm-hmm. Delver's Drop, estimated delivery date, October 2013. Oh, that game is still not out. Net gain, corporate espionage. It's not even being worked on anymore. Estimated delivery, June 2013. Oh. Soul Saga. <laughs> estimated delivery date, July 2014. Cosmic Star, December 2014. Um, a video that I actually just got is estimated delivery date was December 2015. They actually ran out of money to finish For editing. Uh, it's called An Act of Love. It's okay. a it's a movie. Okay. Um, it was supposed to be out December 2015. And like November 2015, they were like, we have completely run out of money and don't have the money to put together all of the editing this video needs. So they did a second um, round of um, funding and I got it last month. Hey, you got it though. Yes. So, got it. Um, Shines, estimated delivery date, April 2015. And Children of the Zodiacs, uh, estimated delivery, August 2016. Let's see. What am I waiting for? Um, Mediocre Monsters and Arcadian Atlas, both of which have not gotten to their estimated dates yet. So, that's good. Um, Oh, did they do that? The Pinball Arcade Doctor Who table? I should check to see if I got that code or not. Hmm. Battletech. Still not out, but not supposed to be out yet. Edge of Eternity. I don't believe that's out yet. Estimated delivery December 2016. Underworld Ascendant. Definitely not out yet. Estimated delivery November 2016. Um, let's see. Soul Knights. January 2015. I don't even know if that's happening anymore. Um... Band Saga. I don't even remember if that's happening anymore. <laughs> that was, yeah. Our sad Kickstarter graveyards. Uh, Midora. Wait, really? Did that even happen? I don't even remember this game. I've, I've got Kickstarters I've forgotten about. Time Spinner, I know I'm still waiting for. Uh, Fault Milestone one, that actually happened, so that's good. I just didn't need to check. Uh, unsung story tale of guardians i only put a buck into that one i just wanted to follow it along because i figured it'd be a train wreck and it was um <laughs> project phoenix japan's indie rpg featuring triple a talent another one i only put a buck in still not that that one they tried to kill it and then they brought it back to life i think which is appropriately or was that unsung story i can't keep them straight anymore um let's see abstract dungeon that was delivered uh hex the mmo trading card game i don't consider that delivered yet because they still haven't made the damn mmo part (sighs) even though that game's on like its third expansion and it's got people playing it and all that yeah delver's drop that didn't go anywhere torment tides still working on it torment tides in numenera that's not out yet but it will be out this week so that's technically um (laughs) <laughs> I put a dollar into the ooh yeah. <laughs> ooh yeah. I was just about to ask. <laughs> you wanted to watch that train wreck, I remember. Uh, all right, what are we talking about? I don't even know. Uh, oh, feedback. No, it's time for our new game releases. Woo, 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 woo. 
Here's what's coming out this week. Horizon Zero Dawn. Is anyone playing that? I'm curious about it. But... I got um one of my friends from uh from work like 10 years ago. He's not in the state anymore. But he uh he he was harassing me on Facebook like, "Hey, you guys need to cover like games that are actually coming out." <laughs> on your podcast <laughs> instead of games that have been out for 13 years i'm like oh come on man and he's like where's your horizon zero dawn coverage where's your neo coverage and i'm like oh man i don't know none of the people want to play that so he wants some one of us to play horizon um i'm i will be getting this next game torment tides of numenera delivered to me because i kickstarted it uh, actually slacker backed it but you know that counts um so i'll be getting that this week story of seasons trio of towns and are you picking that up no, I think competitive I'll ask for research. Christmas, okay, which is what I did with the first one. But it'd be nice if you covered it in a timely manner. I still haven't even played Story of Seasons. I, I don't think it matters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, and then there's a bullet hell shooter called Ghost Blade HD coming to PS4, Wii U, and Xbox One, and Steam. And I'm just putting it on there because it's a bullet hell schmo. Um, <laughs> so this switch list is so not accurate. Th- well, here's the Switch list that I have. The Switch is coming out this week as well. Baha. All right. So here's what's coming out for the Switch, and then Anna can correct me. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. First off, 1-2 Switch. Yes. Yeah. All right. I Am Setsuna. Yes. Ugh. Just Dance 2017. Yes. Snipper Clippers. Yes. Human Resource Machine. No. What? They announced all of their games probably wouldn't make it to launch really launch day yeah so they little had, infernos also no yeah and okay. so is um world um, of goo world of goo which i don't know if that's them actually but okay yeah that must be okay so that basically they put out um a story yesterday that was like we have no idea if our games are going to be there at launch oh so nintendo is still nintendo is what you're telling me <laughs> they're probably stuck in launch check yeah. yeah or you know just not even telling them and then they'll just show up thanks nintendo that's so, never happened before. What are you talking Skylanders about? Imaginators. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus? No. No. Also a no. Yeah, I think it got delayed out two weeks. Okay. That's too bad because I actually would have maybe picked that one up on there. Um, Super Bomberman R. Yes. And The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I'm missing a game. What are you missing? There should be eight games. One, two, three, four, five. World of Goo. Well, you said no World of Goo. Yeah, but on this list is eight games. This list is seven games, plus World of Goo would be eight. No, no, no. Here we go. Um, all right, here's another one, and you can tell me if these are all accurate or mm-hmm. not. Fast RMX? Yes. Oh, that is coming? Yes. Oh, sorry. So Fast RMX. I don't know what that is. It's a racing game. Okay, that's what I would have guessed. Uh, Human Resource Machine, you said no. Nope. Little Infernal, no. Shovel Knight? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a launch title. It is? Yeah. Okay. All In right. fact, that's the only way to get the newest DLC. It's like a console unique for like a month. Oh, wow. Um, okay, and that's that's actually it. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. All right, so if I want to go crazy with my Switch and play it just because I want to play things on it, even though I own them on other things. Are you taking Friday off of work? No, should okay. I? Uh, to play some Switch games so that you can have impressions for the podcast? <laughs> you, you want me to think about that? Take a half day. <laughs> a half day. All right. um, let's see. I Am Setsuna and Shovel Knight and Zelda and maybe Snipper Clips. 
Snipperclips is an eShop exclusive title for 20 bucks, which is kind of exactly what Bomberman should have been. Yeah, no kidding. Um, not, I'm not going to get Bomberman based on what I've heard so far. Um, I want it, but I don't want to pay that much. No, nah, I, I don't even know that you want it. I, I think you should uh, hold I off like on that. Bomberman. I, maybe maybe read some, some reviews, Anna. Okay. Maybe, maybe watch some videos. Reviews don't necessarily dictate what I want to play as I sit here playing Criminal Girls 2. Maybe respect yourself more and your time. <laughs> All right. Is anybody so else getting a switch? Yeah, week? is anybody else getting a switch or is this just us? Um, Probably just you. I want to wait until more stuff comes out for it. That's probably a smart idea. Alex, you? Yeah, same as Kelly. All right. All right. Good. I'm glad we're, somebody's we're got some schmucks. sanity. Yep. All right. Uh, if you'd like to support RPG Cast, keep us coming at you every week. Uh, I mean, we're going to do it regardless, but the more money we get, the it, actually at this point it would probably go into the site more than the podcast because the site's got some it's got some big bills. Um, Gameflyoffer.com/rpgamer and the code is Bridge10, and uh, we'd get credit for your Gamefly subscription. And uh, yeah, so go do that and rent some games and catch up. On, on stuff like you need to catch up because you got horizon and torment this week and uh you got breath of the wild and uh, this week and who has time for games the mass effect will be out shortly thereafter like oh my gosh Anna, too many games sorry your question of the week oh, is worst um... video game fever dream <laughs> what <laughs> we talked about that earlier anna okay worst video game fever dream um, when I got my teeth out, yeah, or when I got my my surgery on the top half of my mouth, mm-hmm. I kept dreaming about playing Heroes of the Storm. Uh huh. Good job. And I would wake up really confused because I wasn't in front of my, the computer; I was in bed. Oh, and I'll add to my other fever dream: when I got my wisdom teeth out, the whole time I was out, I was uh, fever dreaming about Overwatch. Hmm. And it must be a blizzard thing because Mm -hmm. my husband fever dreamed while he was getting his wisdom teeth out about being in a WoW raid. I have done that too. At one point I woke up from um, being, being put under and I was in a panic because they wanted me to tank two mobs and I was a priest. (laughs) I was in molten core. It was terrifying. All right. So I want to know what you're all playing this week, Anna. Um, Criminal Girls two, and then Switch. I'm probably playing Final Fantasy eleven, and then the Switch. I I doubt I will finish Wind Waker before the Switch comes. I'm too stuck into eleven right now. I'm having so much fun. I don't want to do anything else, and that's what the video games are for. Alex, what are you playing this week? I will try and finish off Earthlock and Dynasty Warriors Godseekers. Ooh. And Kelly. And then and oh. yeah. Oh, and, wow. and more? Oh, and Pokemon Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. A... Yeah. Kelly? And I am going to be wrapping up Tokyo Mirage Sessions and playing Freedom Planet to kind of fill the week-long void until, until Breath of the Wild com- yeah. comes out. All righty. So apparently Asda set up their marketing for the for the Nintendo Switch this week and yeah. used Xbox One boxes <laughs> what? and put Switch sleeves in them. I just dropped an image into the chat. Who's Asda? They are a 
UK marketer. They're a UK retailer. They're a, they're a supermarket. What in the <laughs> world is going on here? <laughs> Are you sure this isn't Photoshop? No, it's real. That's weird. Apparently it's at multiple branches too. What is going on? That is a classic case of not my job, not my problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you look under 25, please don't be offended when we ask you proof of age before completing your sale. Yeah, what? because in the UK, you have to be 18 to buy. They and... treat it like cigarettes? Yeah, they treat it like that <laughs> yeah. in most provinces in Canada, too. So here, is it like illegal or is it just like... No, we there's want... no laws here. Okay. It's it's up to the in, in, individual <laughs> the lobbyists stores. Compl- got something done. They it's up to the individual the stores to decide how they want to enforce it. But yeah, like when I worked at EB Games, it actually was law in Manitoba that you had to be 18 or older to buy an M-Ready game. Okay. And I did card people. And some of them got very angry because they yeah. were 17. Ah, they were angry because they shouldn't be doing it. Oh, well. You're going to be 18 in two weeks. Well, then I'll see you in two weeks and I yep. can sell you the game. Yep. <laughs> Our email address is podcast.rpgamer.com. You can call us at 608-729-4098. You can listen to the show live every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Visit the website. Go to our Facebooks. And uh, Anna, are you going to put up some questions of the week on the Facebook again? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. Fever dream, right? Yeah. Fever dream. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.